Let's shake it up a little. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper Podcast, adding a little bit of salt and a little bit of spice to make your Tuesday just right. Here's your hosts, Lisa and Olivia. So I'm passionate about creative expression because I know that there's no one else on the planet that's exactly like me. And that's good. That means I can offer something. Um, There's no one else on the planet that's like you. And I love that because I know you and I get to, you know, experience like what you are, like what you offer to the world. And I want like every other person to like feel unlocked so that they can fully express themselves. And sometimes it just it takes seeing someone who already is doing that. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper podcast. You found me. You clicked on the right podcast. Um, good job. <laughs> You're here. My name's Olivia. Um, again, no Lisa. Not yet. It's actually going to be a while, which is so sad. Um, but for all of you who are new, my name is Olivia. I'm the creator of Olivia Karen, um, which is a free editing tips and tricks resource on Instagram. I am also the co-founder of Velvet and Fur, um, which today we have the other co-founder on as a guest, which was super fun. Um, And I am also the founder of Olivia Crin Films, which is a um, wedding film business. And Lisa, again, for those of you who are new, um, is my amazing co-host, but she had a baby a couple weeks ago, so she is taking a little maternity leave, and because of COVID and everything going on, obviously, our um, plans to get ahead were a little bit derailed. Um, I feel like I forget to say that, and then I realize that our episodes are not in chronological order, Um, so I do have a co-host. She is still doing well, baby is doing well I actually think they're doing better than ever um and everything is good um so thank you for tuning in today I just want to give a big shout out um to Blair Lisher she was a guest on my podcast last week and I got so much good feedback and it's one of my highest listened to episodes and it was just so fun to talk to her and get to know her and it's really crazy to be able to use this time um to be able to talk to people you would never normally be able to talk to for a lot of us the corona has definitely derailed our lives but for me I've actually learned so much I've grown a lot I've been able to scale my businesses in new ways um, and I've just really been taking this time as an opportunity to yeah to just like grow um, I know that I'm definitely lucky compared to some people for sure and I'm not undermining that but um, I think that this has been like a really cool time and for me personally I have learned a lot about myself and my businesses and all of that but with that being said let's get to the silver lining of the week Okay, so this week, um, like I was just saying, I have been having opportunities to um, just do more, like more, more, more. I've been able to create more content for um, Velvet and Fur, for the podcast, um, and for my personal account, and I have been... um, I have had an Instagram and have been a content creator for about six years and a lot of you don't know my story with that. I'm really passionate about content creation and um, I went through a lot with Instagram. I ended up starting a whole new account about uh, a year and a half ago. Um, maybe it's been two years. I'm not sure. And it's been such a cool experience, but it's been so hard because I've really experienced a lot of stagnant growth. And for all of you out there who are in this industry, I'm not going to drone on and on because I know all of you aren't in this industry. But for those who are, you know that Instagram's a really tough place, especially right now. Um, everyone says it's a super saturated market, which I don't like to fall into that trap. Um, but With all of that being said, I've been working so hard on my content and Arturo has been helping me a lot. Um, And in the past like month, I have just noticed a ton of growth, which I haven't seen in over a year. Um, 
and just a lot of engagement and like building up a community of people and it's been so rewarding. So um, for my silver lining, it's definitely just been like taking this time to truly make lemonade out of lemons or whatever cliche thing you want to say right there um, and use it to grow my existing businesses and, and not let them like fall back. So that's been really cool. Um, also super happy I got to catch up on all of my reality TV. You know, I let things like play on the side when I'm working. Like, don't worry, I'm not just like sitting back watching reality TV. But I mean, even if I did, like no judgment <laughs> from myself to you if you're doing that. Um, and I've been able to catch up, but you know, some filming has halted on some reality shows, which is really unfortunate. Um, but it is what it is. Somebody the other day asked me, why do you watch Keep Me With The Kardashians? Why do you watch Housewives? And I was like, simple. It makes me feel good about my life. Am I right, everybody? But let's be honest, there are legends when it comes to the Housewives, to reality TV. I was just explaining to my mom the wonder of Real Housewives of New York, the national treasure we have in Ramona and Luann, not to mention the fact that Bethany Frankel is my ultimate goal guest. I will die trying to get her on the podcast because I would probably just be crying the whole time. So if anything, grow your businesses and watch reality TV. That's what I say. So screw you, Corona. <laughs> Am I right? So anyway, let's get into the show. Um, today, I have my business partner, my best friend, and we're just goofy and fun. And it was so good to have her on the show. Um, I should tell you her name. Uh, this We have Taylor Castellano on the show. Um, she was the one that kind of birthed this whole idea of Velvet and Fur and what Velvet and Fur is, which for those of you who don't know, it is a polymer clay earring business. And it is something that Tay and I started. Um, the idea of in our mind back in December, November, December, we recently launched the end of February. Um, and it's been so fun and exciting and hard and stressful. And um, it's been such a learning experience, but it's also been so great. Um, and yeah, so Tay talks to us about working a full-time job. She's a manager of a coffee shop, what it's like to balance that and her passion with um, not only just like making earrings, but like supporting creative expression. Um, I'm saying um so much, but she just, she talks to us about how she balances all of that, what she does when she hits a wall, um, what it's like to really pursue a creative business when you're still having to work full, full, full time, you know, you're never really off the clock. Um, and I've been able to sit back and watch all of this uh, be born within her. And it's been such a cool experience to see her mindset shift and um, the priorities in her life change. And now we not only get to hang out as friends all the time, but we just get to talk about business, which is my favorite thing. And that's what we get to do on the show today. So super excited to have you, Tay. So let's shake it up. I'm sitting here on my floor, crisscross applesauce with myself and with a special guest. I'm looking at her right in the eye because she's very nervous for some reason. And we are not in a closet, but it feels very tight and uncomfortable. And uh, across from me is Taylor Castellano. Hi. <laughs> um, so as most of you know, I co-founded, I am the queen of Velvet and Fur. You're the king. <laughs> You're the court jester. Um, oh my gosh. But Taylor and I co-founded Velvet and Fur. You hear that at the beginning of all of our intros. And it's a polymer clay earring business. And I thought it would be awesome to have you on the show to mm -hmm. talk about how cool I am, how what it's like working with me, yeah, how exciting it is, how you, every day you wake up and you go, <laughs> I can't believe this is my life, that whole thing. So <laughs> if you would like to tell our audience a little bit about who, who you are, what you do. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm excited to be here. I am a little bit nervous. This is my first time doing this. Um, but yeah, my name is Taylor, like Liv said. Um, we started Velvet and Fur, and I'm also, I also still work a full-time, um, job. I manage a coffee shop, and, um, 
yeah, Velvet and Fur is just like the my side hustle, um, like a passion project, um, something that I'm really excited about and that kind of fuels me. So um, yeah, full-time job, then full-time Velvet and Fur, and I'm also a wife, and I live with three other guys, so just <laughs> running the whole house. So it's like sister wives, but like the other way. <laughs> sister misters. <laughs> but actually no benefits at all. <laughs> um, Really hope not. I'm really thanking the Lord that there's not any. <laughs> well, sister wives, I mean, you, you related They, they build really beautiful lives together yeah. my mother watches the show and every time I go out to the living room I go mom why are you supporting this and she's just like I got into it okay oh my gosh that's awesome so your your day in and day out you work very full-time yeah 40 hours if not more right yeah. And as a manager, as any manager listening, you're never really off because your brain is always going. Mm-hmm. Um, and Velvet and Fur is somewhat new, but you've been doing creative endeavors and stuff like this for a while. And Velvet and Fur came about a while ago. Mm-hmm. But for you, when do you think all of this um, like passion for creativity started? And what was like the starting point for what Velvet and Fur kind of is now? Um, yeah, so I guess it's just been a constant, like creating things, um, like, like physical objects, like art, um, arts and crafts projects, like that has been kind of like the one constant in my life forever. Um, and it really wasn't until like the end of 2019, like very end, I guess, I started working with polymer clay and it was like super fun and then um, I'm just kind of letting my imagination run wild and I started wearing my own designs and got um, other people like other people would just approach me and and, like freaking out about the earrings I was wearing and um, at first I was like oh you know you're so sweet whatever that's just one or two people and then it kept happening kept happening and I'm like okay well, that's a lot of people and I didn't expect that. So I, I mean, I'd be dumb not to try and see if people want to buy these, you know, like I didn't see anything like that currently. So I'm like, I might as well give it a shot. Um, and then of course, with your help making it actually come to life, um, because the, I've only really ever been good at just like the creative side and like the actual physical product side of like creativity and like creating a product um and so when you were excited about like partnering with me and making it come to life and like actually making it like a legit business I was like oh my gosh this is a thing like Mm -hmm. I'm excited about this um and then working together to just like make it a huge like way bigger than either of us ever imagined it being yeah um yeah and so the once it started and the more you and I just like built it that's when like my real passion for it started because Mm -hmm. it just started out as like oh I guess people are into this like I might as well try it and then it just has morphed into like oh I love this like I'm passionate about this and I'm excited to see what we build Mm -hmm. yeah and I think it's like a huge testament for um not giving up too quickly and understanding yeah. that quote unquote sourcing out or getting other people to help you is it can be such like a beautiful partnership because on my end I always wished I had a physical product because a mm-hmm. lot of times on like my content creation I'm like so what am I even selling which I'm still <laughs> super into like what I do yeah. but then when velvet and fur came about I'm like this could be huge yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> and it was really cool to be able to to work together to fuel that because you're good at one thing and I'm good at one thing. But when you're able to trust that other person, which is yeah. probably, I think, in business, trust is like, for me anyway, is one of the hardest things. It's huge. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about that the other day, actually. Um, if I was going to try to build what Velvet for is, like without ever knowing you right like without ever having the connection how would I do it and I'm like 
well, I would have to find someone that has this. And, like, there's no one that I could just convince to do this, right, without having any, like, success previously or whatever. I'm like, I would have to, like, pay, like, however much to, like, persuade someone to, like, start this business with me, right? Instead of, like, oh, my gosh, my best friend is, like, the missing piece of, mm-hmm. like, how to do this thing. Um it, yeah, and it probably, like, I would have beaten myself up <laughs> a long time ago. Yeah. And it never would have, like, started if it wasn't for you to, like, you know, help me keep going. Like, hey, this is the beginning of it. Like, we got to keep going. This is how, this is what it looks like. Because mm-hmm. um, obviously, I'm, I've never done this before. Yeah. You haven't started, like, a, yeah, I haven't you know, either. either, but. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I think it was just, it was, like, the perfect thing to happen. Like, yeah. Perfect, like us. yin and yang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And I think, I mean, obviously, to be a girl and return the compliment, but um, <laughs> no, <you're> <laughs> we always do that back and forth. Um, but I mean, obviously, Velvet and Fur wouldn't exist without the designs that have been born, <laughs> which I think, um, if anybody does follow us, like the designs of Velvet and Fur are so unconventional, but they're unconventional in a way that, like, speaks to people and for me it was such a scary process because I'm like I don't understand (laughs) not because it's not amazing but it's just not my field of expertise at all and so going into being like how do I style shoots and like how do we market this Mm -hmm. but then after just posting and reaching out to people and like the obsession that came from what Velvet and Fur is now was like it unlocked a whole other side like if I wouldn't have trusted you and your designs it wouldn't have unlocked the other side of my creativity which has shown me it has opened up a whole new world of what fashion and creative expression can be Mm -hmm. and so I think it is so important for anyone out there starting a business or working with a friend like you actually have to hear them out on what they're doing even if you don't understand it and we've had a lot of those conversations of like okay like yeah I'll do it (laughs) you know especially because you and I are so different like we have a lot of similarities for sure but we have a lot of differences and like our style being one of like the most (laughs) obvious ones yeah um, our style is very different so yeah coming together like we're the perfect yin and yang as far as a business is concerned but like if you're talking about the aesthetic of a brand like our ideas would be different coming into like what we think we should do and um I mean yeah both directions like yeah I usually am designing and making this stuff but I've learned tons from like your input in it and I'm like oh that's a great idea like that's brilliant I didn't think about that Mm -hmm. and so I think it's really cool us coming together to make like you know what it is yeah yeah I think a lot of times for people in this industry or business it's a lot easier to just like rely on yourself Mm -hmm. and especially like in my past with either trust issues whether it's personal life or business life it's always like you know what I'm just gonna do it because then I'll do it right and then I don't have to deal with any of you Mm -hmm. and obviously having that mindset I think you should have a little bit of that mindset but then if you're not like allowing people to come in then you can't like build anything so opening I I feel like the doors that have been opened up just from like what we've done together have been really exciting um but with that being said I want to talk about where these designs obviously they come from your head usually when I get excited I just say you pull them out your butt (laughs) (laughs) but um I I want to know a little bit about you in high school and (laughs) the progression that has led up because this didn't just start you weren't just like I love tongues and lips and lightning (laughs) bolts and all of these things because it it was fueled from a certain area so talk to me about when that was all born (laughs) um okay so I guess it it started even before high school there wasn't like a spark where all like I'm just like an average kid and then all of a sudden like boom I'm like this weird quote unquote weird like creative like off the wall kind of person there wasn't like a moment like that it was it was more like okay my mom um when I was a kid we would always do like arts and crafts projects right and those are my absolute favorite things like hands-on we're making something we're creating like noodle necklaces with different colors and Um, like just millions of different mediums and creating things and I loved that and 
um, she always encouraged me to be like creative, like try something. And so I started sewing or crocheting when I was like so, so, so young. And my gram always did it. My mom and my grandma used to make their own clothing and my other grandma made quilts and it was always like this hands-on creating something. And I loved that. Um, and you know, my mom and my grandma, they used to do like modeling and they were into like all these different, um, like really unique fashion, um, like their old photos or the, the stories they would tell were always like really different. And, um, I just, I loved how unique they were. And one thing that stood out, like they both got married in color. Like my mom got married in blue and oh, my I didn't know that. got married in red, like a bright red pantsuit with a huge red hat. That's and I so was cool. like, these are my people. Like, I love that. Yeah. And, um, I don't know why, but that like always their stories that were like so crazy and different stuck with me. And so I kind of built that into like my identity. And so that translated into, you know, all the friends that I would have, like they would all do one thing or like we were in a sports group or something and it's easy for girls to all kind of mimic each other. Mm -hmm. Um, when oftentimes like you think back friends they end up looking alike they end up talking alike they end up you know all this stuff Mm -hmm. and I I felt like I never fit into that because I would never just like go along with like you know what they were wearing or whatever like I always wanted to like stand out and like kind of like make my own way um because I was like no like my mom would wear these kinds of things in my gram and like I want to try that I want to see what it's like so in high school was kind of like the culmination of me really expressing myself and oftentimes it happened in like what I would wear so like having my hair like down my back um and then just on a whim cutting it all the way off like pixie cut like basically shaved up the back and I rocked like a a mohawk (laughs) Um, <laughs> like a black jet black pixie yeah. cut and then like a red afro <laughs> yeah or like blonde in at some point or like different colors like there's always something that was mm-hmm. going on or I would braid it or add different things um feathers making like feather earrings out of you know a pheasant tail that my dad had just hunted or like it was always something weird that I was trying to just like get creative about um or like coming home after school and like painting my face and like doing the whole like glue on your eyebrows like recreating (laughs) your face feathers that whole thing to take photos and that was like way before I knew like anything about you were before your time (laughs) you should have started on Instagram then been huge (laughs) yeah but I definitely wrestled with like I'm so much weirder than everyone I know yeah and even like my very best friends at the time like for instance, me putting feathers on my face. Like, I made myself look like an eagle, right? And did this whole, like, eagle Naturally, kinda... yeah. <laughs> right, that makes sense. <laughs> and my very best friend at the time was like, oh, my gosh, Taylor, that's so weird. Like, mm. why did you even post that on whatever, Facebook my or face. something? <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, oh, that is weird, huh? Because, like, you guys are so beautiful and, like, perfect and, like, sports and all, all these things. And I'm like, okay, that's weird. I'm weird. That's it. I'm weird. Whatever. So I would like in high school, I really wrestled with, okay, yeah, take that down. Like that's going to be in my own album. Like, yeah, I'm weird (laughs) after school, but I got to, you know, whatever. But I guess just the older you get, the more you feel comfortable in your own skin. Yeah. The more you really figure out who you are. And um, like, I guess, yeah, now at this point, I'm like, yeah, I have a pretty good idea who I am. Like I feel comfortable with who I am. Um, and the one thing I just always love, um, expressing my creativity in whatever that looks like. So whether it's my hair or like makeup or drawing on my face or, um, like creating something or wearing something strange, mixing different clothing items that wouldn't normally work together or, um, yeah, I guess that's me on, on a huge rabbit trail, but. No, yeah. um, So how did you, um. Because I think a lot of times, like, my trigger word is weird, too, because I would get that in a different way, and I would get it from people I liked. And for some reason, the word weird, I feel like, is really, um, it's, like, really deep. Like, when somebody 
And it's not even like they're calling you a name. Like, you're so yeah. stupid. It's like when someone calls you weird, it's like in a, it's more of like an attack on your overall personality. Yeah. And especially when it's directed towards something you always do. So, like, whenever I would run around the house and I would be telling jokes and do stand up comedy, and someone would be like, yeah. you're so weird. And I'm like, oh, but now I associate the word weird to my sense of humor. And so yeah. it's weird how it carries with you. So, for you, if, if somebody was saying, like, you're weird it still didn't stop you like you still were really unique so how did you internalize it but not let it affect what you were actually doing because you didn't just all of a sudden start conforming after your friend told you that you were kind of weird right right um I mean I think it's it's a battle and Mm -hmm. I'm sure that you felt the same way where you're like okay I hear what you're saying and that hurts me And initially, like, yeah, I don't want to be like that. I want to be like everybody else that I see, right? Because they're not getting the, um, abuse isn't the right word, but they're not getting, like, the kickback or those comments or whatever. And so it's easier to do that. But you're like, okay, but I love, I love this. Like, you know, telling jokes or, like, this sense of humor, like, that's part of me. Or, you know creating something in my mind going crazy and like colors and all these things like that's part of me um and like that's okay and I think it was helpful to have you know being young and like living with my parents still and always like being able to come home and like just vent to my mom and I'm like I feel terrible like my friend said this and whatever this is how it went and her always being able to like reassure me and I think that was like really vital in me feeling really like okay with myself is my mom just always being like no that's exact like you're totally fine like you're just creative like all this stuff um I think was helpful and I think that if you have anyone in your corner it's easier to like deflect all like the negative comments or like block out the haters um (laughs) yep even if they're like people that are really close to you and like I've had family members even that make comments like that too right because it's out of the normal like whatever whatever it is it's just unusual to them Mm -hmm. and like that's okay and I think that for me now I I would just say like you know try to look at them with like um, assuming positive intent like they they said a comment that I took as hurtful but maybe they didn't mean to hurt me in that way it was just like they were making a comment Mm -hmm. like how people people all the time tell me that my name is spelled weird Mm -hmm. and I'm like okay they're not meaning to hurt me by saying that they they don't they're making an observation and they're not aware of how they're coming across and so I just need to be okay like my name is not weird. Yeah. It's not spelled weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I just need to be okay, like, almost, like, read between the lines. Yeah. And you're like, no, I'm totally fine. Like, everything's fine. Yeah. And I'm like, like, there's no situation, I guess. I don't yeah. know. If that- no, no, no. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. And I think that the word weird, I mean, it just means different. So, like, your yeah. name, it's spelled different uh-huh. than the quote unquote normal But, like, what does that even mean? Like, when has society... I'm getting wild eyes right now because I get so annoyed. (laughs) It's like, when has society decided what is normal and what isn't Mm -hmm. normal and why are certain things normal or weird? Mm -hmm. So it's like, who gives anybody the right to tell you that's so weird that you're doing that it's like no that's just kind of different yeah that's just out of the you that that just is out of the usual that you're doing for that, that person yeah for that person yeah and it yeah it can be really hard especially when you're young to embrace the like the oddities that make you up yeah because now when you see those people in school that mm-hmm. are maybe a little bit more weird or whatever like most of them are doing like really awesome things yeah. because they they beat to the tune of their own drum and mm-hmm. they just kept doing it, which yeah. I think is like really powerful. Um, so then for you, when you started maybe coming into your own a little bit more and you graduated and everything, when you started making things, because I know you had an Etsy, I know you made like clothes for like Barbies and stuff, yeah. which was so <laughs> fun and cool. But like, when did that idea spark of like oh I could actually like maybe make because this was like way pre velvet and fur but you yeah. came up with the name so like yeah. when did that start for you 
like my first velvet and fur yeah <laughs> yeah um okay well i had just worked for a job for a really long time and it was like a, a corporate job so something that has like a lot of structure a lot of rules um and I'm an Enneagram six if anyone wants to know that. <laughs> um, so structure and like rules like work really well for me. And, That's like, why we work well together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was like it was perfect. I, you know, had been there so long. It was totally fine. I wasn't unhappy at all. But I never had that like um, my creativity is not really a structure. It's more of like a fog Mm -hmm. um and you kind of just operate in like in that cloud and like that for me that was like the best creative moments were when I'm like really in a like in the creative like fog or when Mm -hmm. you are like audio audio messaging and then we get really ramped up and it's like a thousand things at once like Like, vomit that's what it is yeah um and there's no structure to that it's like free-flowing um so anyway, I'll get to the point. I My <laughs> job was really structured, and so I needed, like, a creative outlet. I mm-hmm. needed, like, something that wasn't structured at all. Um, and so I, after work every day, I would just, like, come home and, like, try to make something or try to, like, express my creativity in some way, whether it was drawing or painting or crocheting Barbie clothes or sewing Barbie clothes or coming up with old patterns or whatever. Um, and... I just accumulated so many things Mm -hmm. and I'm like, okay, I have to sell these. Um, And this was the, you know, I came up with Velvet and Fur with my husband Daniel when we lived in Eugene. This was like right after we got married um, and we were like super broke. And so I was like working this job and I'm like, okay, I'm making all these things. I need to sell them because it would be nice to have extra money, right? So I make this Etsy, come up with a name, like all this stuff, put all my stuff on there. Um, don't have a clue about business or marketing or anything. And my stuff doesn't sell or or it does sell, but it's in like a different country. And I'm like, I can't ship to Canada. That's insane. <laughs> we like to learn like that now. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> yeah. So it's stuff like that. And then me being discouraged that nothing's selling, but there's like so many humans in the world. Like how were they going to even find my page? Mm-hmm. Um, so got, got discouraged about that and like just ended it. Mm-hmm. And but it was still cool. I still liked the idea of selling something, like making something and selling something and finding. I did a few trades, like r- other random um, small accounts that made like uh, cups or something. And we would do a trade where I'd send them like a dream catcher that I made and mm-hmm. they would send me like a cute mug. Um, so that was like years ago. And then it, I ended it and just kind of put that on the back burner. I got a few uh, promotions at my job and um, yeah I would still make things but it wasn't like for selling so I kind of got my mind out of that Mm -hmm. and it wasn't until yeah really the end of 2019 like you know years later that I was like okay we can do this polymer clay earring thing like that reignited that that drive for me yeah and I I mean I think there's always something to be just to be said about timing because it's like totally. you had so much creative energy just built up over like 10 years yeah. <laughs> and it was like you wanted to do this and then I think it just obviously it happened at the perfect time I think for yeah. both of us yeah um which is obviously really cool for you now then when we really started and I came to you with like 20 influencers we were sending earrings to yeah. and I kind of was just like, okay, we're doing this. Um, what over, over, I guess, how long has it been? What? Six months since we started? Seven months? Seems like forever, but it's not since that long. Did, is it really? I mean, we launched in February. February 20th. Yeah. Which was two months ago. Because at first you were just like as a friend helping me you're like yeah you yeah, should that's, do that's right okay you should do the website like this or yeah. like here's a couple of my pointers or whatever just yeah. because you've done that before and I was like 
okay yeah totally can you like help me more (laughs) yeah and so it was like in that weird thing and then I was like should I just hire you I can't hire someone like how do I hire someone yeah and then it morphed into like no we're gonna be business partners Mm -hmm. and we're gonna tackle this and it's gonna look way different Mm -hmm. anyway I what has been the progression of your mindset since then because I know at the beginning it was really challenging because for me I've been doing this for so long so it's so easy to just be like no Tay like do this this and this yeah and then not realizing like oh this isn't the norm for like a lot of people and you're working so much and I did that I worked at a coffee shop it's miserable to try to balance these things so for you how what has helped you with your mindset and where do you think you've gone from like point a to point b in such a short because you have like Mm -hmm. you have shifted your mindset in such a short amount of time so what do you think has been like the catalyst for your for that for you (laughs) Um, I haven't noticed that my mindset has changed (laughs) Mm -hmm. I don't know I think with with my job we always say the only constant is that everything's changing Mm-hmm. And so I would always like, okay, especially with this COVID situation and still working full time, um, stuff changes like sometimes twice a day. Like you check your email in the morning and you're caught up. And then in the afternoon before you're about to leave, it's like something already changed and like, hold on, rewind. You have to like change a ton of things. So it's like you just have to roll with the punches, right? So I'm always... I I have to. I have mm-hmm. to keep up. Um, so maybe that has translated with me also taking on Velvet and Fur because I just have to, like, adapt to my environment mm-hmm. and make the best of, like, whatever I'm experiencing. So I'm thinking, yeah, like, I work a lot and that's tiring and managing people and then coming home and, like, making things and fulfilling orders and trying to keep up on deadlines and stuff um and like yeah making sure that you and I have good communication and all that kind of stuff I guess I'm just thinking like okay I see what needs to be done and I just have to like blinders on like one two three four like just do them Mm -hmm. um so I uh I never like paused enough to think like, oh, I'm really changing through this or whatever. I'm just I like, know. I got to get it done. <laughs> I'm like invited you on for a counseling session. Yeah. Like, you just didn't know it. <laughs> You're like, listen, <laughs> this is what's happened to you in your brain. Um, well, no, I, I mean, I do think it's a, as a as a bystander. Is it bystander or bystander? Bystander. 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 Yeah. As, a bystander. as a standing buyer. But that didn't help. That actually, it like confused me more. Um, I have noticed the shift in your mentality from I'm a six and I need structure and I am afraid to no, I'm just doing this because I love it. And it's interesting, mm-hmm. like standing back and seeing that because it's a very short amount of time. And I know you listen to like Gary Vee and you listen to more actual resources now, which I think mm-hmm. make like. I wouldn't be where I was if it wasn't for these resources and podcasts and stuff. Um, But it has been like really cool to sit back and see that shift in in you and what you're wanting. And I even if you're not realizing it now, I mean, I think for a lot of people listening, the hardest thing to do is to start. And then the hardest Mm -hmm. thing to do is to get over that fear. So do you have any tips for somebody who who? even if you don't even realize that you're on yeah. the other end of it, of maybe something you did, maybe it is putting your blinders on, but is there something else that like get, like when you're hitting that wall and you've worked so much and you want to die because you're so tired, what yeah. pushes you through to keep going? There's got to be at least one thing, I think. Because so I'm trying to think in my most stressful moments um it happens often so if you're out there listening and you're like okay i want to start something let me just i'm gonna you know take the blinders off you're gonna be stressed um but there's always like one thing like so we partnered and this isn't even this is not a bad thing or a good thing but i'm like i can't let olivia down right i have to do all these things because i i can't let her down so and that's just like a driving thing because you're not going to be Which let you would down never. by me, yeah. right? And like in my rational brain, I know that. But I'm like, I have to do this because I would never want to let you down. Mm-hmm. Or I I have to do this because 
like I need to prove it to myself. Like mm-hmm. I've tried this before and it failed and I'm I'm really, really trying this time and like I'm all in, like I've got skin in the game and like I mm-hmm. have to do this. Um and like proving it to myself that I can make something, like and and really do it because I've always wanted to do this, right? Um or like I would love to actually have a career that sustains me that's a creative thing that I want to do you know there's always like a little reason at the end Mm -hmm. I think that really pushes or you know maybe you have one follower that's like I love your stuff I would die for your earrings whatever one person and I'm like oh my gosh they believe in me (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's true yeah I mean it's it is kind of crazy when you start something and then you go on a post that like an influencer has posted and you see comment after comment like I have those I love those and for like me I'm like I'm so proud of us you know (laughs) because it is like a you're gonna like you said you're gonna get stressed and I think a lot of people going into this they think, yeah, I'm going to get stressed, but they don't know what that means. They don't know what it means to hit a wall where you're going, what am I even doing? Why am I doing this? Why have I put so much actual money into this? And what if I fail? What if I let all these people down Mm -hmm. and all this stuff? And when you hit that wall, sometimes it's so hard to get out of it, but it's Mm -hmm. like people always say, it's not about what you go through. It's about how you handle it, like through those situations. Um, but I think taking a moment, I know that you need to take moments. We all mm-hmm. need to take moments. And I think that's really important. Um, but I, I, I like what you said. Like, there's always just like that one thing at the, at the end of the day that gets you through those yeah, times. Yeah, and it's different every day. <laughs> yeah. Like, maybe I'll go home and I can like pet my cat. That's getting me through yeah. work right now, you know? <laughs> um, so for you right now, while we're building this business and we're basically putting everything back into it, like mm-hmm. what sacrifices do you have to make on a daily basis for what you're doing? Um, Gosh, it's, it's crazy because I remember us having another one of these like conversations where, because you have like creative businesses that you've made and you're like listen (laughs) this is what it's gonna look like for you you know all these things and I'm like yeah okay I understand that but I think I can balance all these things right Mm -hmm. I can juggle a million things like I've got this um and it wasn't until like we I was fully fully immersed in it and that I realized oh, I actually, I do miss out on these things and I do have to sacrifice these things. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Liv was right. Like, (laughs) I can't juggle all these things. But yeah, okay, working full-time, like more than full-time and then Velvet Fur, the more that we're ramping up, um, it looks like, you know, less, (laughs) less friend time, less you know, going out with my husband, less like, you know, shows we get to watch or, you know, less of that kind of stuff that we are used to. Um, less going out to see family. Like, you know, even even this week, um, we were invited like so many different times to go see family and like for dinner, whatever. Um, and I couldn't go at all. I'm like, I have so many things going on and I have to get this done before I go to bed at at 7 30 or 8 um to get up at 3 a.m to you know start my day again um so there are things where I'm like I don't have the capacity for that and I love you guys and I want to see you but I can't like I can't do that or we need to plan it out where I can fit it in mm-hmm. um so it looks like that and it just it just means you have to like rework your schedule and be more planful and like have I guess just have more intention with your schedule like Sundays for instance I try to reserve fully for just Daniel and I like to make breakfast and like you know sit and watch church on the tv or you know something like yeah that's really just slow paced just us we don't have an agenda and then whatever happens the rest of the day is fine because we made that fine. Mm-hmm. Um, 
when the rest of the days of the week are like from one grind to another grind to uh try to eat and shower and sleep before you go again Mm -hmm. um and I'm sure you know what that's like yeah yeah and I I was just telling somebody this week because they're like wanting to start a business and I'm like you need to make your calendar and you need to be honest with like what your calendar looks like and then you need to highlight in like green and red and like the greens are the things you have to do and like are non-negotiables and the reds are I could probably not do that but being like super honest with yourself and seeing how you can rearrange those things like if seeing family once a week is important I don't think anyone's sitting here saying give up your family for your business but it's like you're saying being way more intentional with where you're putting those things or batching when you go see people like Mm -hmm. you know for me like my biggest thing is like Taylor I did my hair today so we need to do a photo shoot like (laughs) bring 500 outfits we'll be doing 500 (laughs) we need to do all the shoots for this year because I did my hair today um But I do think that's it is really important to be intentional. And um, I think it's interesting. I hope it's okay if I bring this up. But I remember when we first started and I was telling you all this and I was like, you have to say no and you can't have FOMO at all. But then you also get to a spot where um, you actually just don't want to like you actually don't want to go sit somewhere and not do anything like intentional friend time friend time is so important yeah but then there are the times where I'm like why would I go to that person's house they're just watching a movie and we're not even like we're not even talking like why would mm-hmm. I do that to me that's like unfathomable <laughs> like that no, I would what do just that. happens in your brain it's not that you don't want to watch a movie or like be in the presence of friends it's like okay that's one two three hours of my time yeah. and what could I have accomplished with my businesses you, you can't to enjoy get me it. three hours further than I am currently and yeah. like th- that's already happening in my brain because I'm like oh my gosh oh my gosh like three hours is a big deal whereas like before this endeavor I'm like three hours like screw it I'm watching a show right (laughs) yeah no it's true and I and I remember when we were talking and and you were like before we had started you're like I never understood why you said no so much and yeah and it was hard for me you know and I'm like well actually I can see that I could see how that could be like hurtful from one end of the perspective because I just didn't understand because you didn't understand and so it's been really cool to be like to have you join me on my dark side oh my gosh like (laughs) now we're both the bad guy (laughs) but now it's cool because we can actually spend friend time and then we're also working which is a positive but um I think a lot of times you do get to a spot where you actually just don't really want to do those things anymore and it's really not that hard to say no and you just have to accept that you go from people calling you weird in high school to then people saying things like you never come do anything you don't care like I've had that happen a lot and I'm like cool I don't care whatever (laughs) but that is hard you know you live your truth and I'll live mine okay so if you think that about me like more power to you sister (laughs) you're right I don't want to come hang out with you (laughs) um so just a couple more questions but so with Velvet and Fur, all of this has been so, um, like, a firm foundation has always been an electric state of mind and, you know, expressing, wait, and ex- creative expression. Like, I don't even know what our business is. I'm, like, so confused. <laughs> I know. I was like, all right, you're on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> I can't breathe. Um, which to me like it's so easy to be like I love creative expression because I can wear pearls and feel pretty but then there's something different when you break it down and because I remember not too long ago we just put this all into words of of what it actually means to be different and embracing that Mm -hmm. and I think it can almost be emotional because it can change lives if people just learn to embrace like who they really are and they like love it and so for you what is your creative expression and why are you so passionate about showing others that they should have it too well I think okay like high school like that example is is so perfect because like most of us went to high school right so we know or at least to have seen high school musical (laughs) I was like I haven't (laughs) (laughs) I I know I said that then I looked at you and I was like um homeschool because high school musicals just like high school right yeah it's exact same thing yeah we sing and (gasps) I thought so yeah that's why I have such a good voice perfect (laughs) (laughs) um but I think it's so there are like clicks of people that are trying to find 
other people that are just like them because and I think it boils down to like we're insecure of how we naturally are or how we want to be so we find something that's we're like okay I want to relate to them or like this is how I should be or whatever and I think that I think that's damaging because I think everyone should should really just be exactly who they are. I think high school is a good example because everyone is trying to figure out who they are and where they fit in and what what they should be, how they should look, how they should act. But I think that sometimes that can be damaging because we're all created so differently and I think that we best serve each other and um, the world, if I can say that, when we are fully and authentically ourselves in whatever that looks like. So I'm passionate about creative expression because I know that there's no one else on the planet that's exactly like me. And that's good. That means I can offer something. Um, there's no one else on the planet that's like you. And I love that because I know you and I get to, you know, experience like what you are like what you offer to the world and I want like every other person to like feel unlocked so that they can fully express themselves and sometimes it just it takes seeing someone who already is doing that right so I feel inspired by people that are fully authentically themselves and it's like it's crazy and they're unapologetic and they're like this is me And I'm like, I love that because that, like, empowers me to, like, be myself, right? So, for Velvet Fur, like, I I want everyone that sees our brand to be like, oh, my gosh. Like, their anthem is empowering creative expression. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. I love that. Look at all these women, humans, that are, you know, fully showing up as themselves. I can fully show up as myself. And if we can have an influence on, like, the younger generations, like, the people that are high school age or middle school or whatever in those seasons of life where it's hardest to show up as yourself, mm-hmm. I think that's where the power is. Yeah. That's, I, nothing to say. That was, be- <laughs> that was beautiful. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree with you. And I think, I think it's really helped, too. Um, because I think there's like a we talk about this a lot but there's like a whole stigma with like women working together and what that's like to support um other people whether it's in like you said in high school or college or even just supporting like you know I've had friends who make me feel uncomfortable with the way I dress which I mean I don't even feel like I dress crazy (laughs) (laughs) but like you know I've I've had certain friends in my life make me feel like I can't be myself around them because it's just so weird like why would you wear those sneakers with that pantsuit I'm like like why wouldn't you you know (laughs) but um I think it's been really cool to not only preach that anthem for everyone listening but to know that like women actually can work together and we can do it and it's not this thing that people make it out to be because if you have a solid mission statement like we do then we always can fall back on that like hey I wouldn't do it the way you're doing it and you wouldn't do it the way I'm doing it but how can we meet in the middle and compromise to create something new and different and to hear each other out because it's not always like my way or the highway even Mm -hmm. though like I totally wish it and it should be (laughs) but um but yeah I think that that has really helped with that stigma anyway so yeah well, um, I always ask my guests uh-huh. what their silver lining is. So mm-hmm. for you, I don't know if it's now or in the past, but is there something good that has come from something bad? Um, Not necessarily bad, but something like unexpected or something extra challenging, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, this season with... Yeah, just, like, navigating COVID and, like, all the extra stress that every human on the planet is under. And then, you know, starting this business and driving it and then managing, you know, my full-time salary job, you know. All of those things together, I'm, you know, more burnt out than ever before. And, um, yeah, so there are moments where I'm like, what on earth is is my life like what is my life am Mm -hmm. I doing the right thing um but the silver lining I think is like I 
I'm so privileged to be able to live this life that I live. And yeah, I'm so thankful that I have this salary job because it, it funds absolutely everything. And I'm so privileged to have this creative business because it's like something that I'm passionate about and like that's my outlet and I I love that. I'm so passionate about it and yeah, I'm tired but it's like it's worth it. It's worth it in the end and I'm excited to see like where this goes because I don't know the outcome Mm -hmm. and I think that's part of the thrill. Yeah. You're just in the fog, the creative I'm fog. in it. That's like the perfect, I think that's the perfect description of what creativity is. I was kind of thinking like a ball of yarn, like it's always yeah. just like looping around, but a fog is so interesting because it's like one time I remember you were saying, sometimes when we talk, it's like in that So Raven when she has like this vision and she yeah. stops what she's doing, but that's like what it feels that's to be a creative it. sometimes. Um, <laughs> but my I, my last thing and this is just for me because I want to know but mm-hmm. like what's next for you do you think like not a plan because if anyone heard my podcast yesterday not setting like a plan yeah <laughs> but like what are some goals for you and what do you hope Velvet and Fur can be in the future um what's funny is I wrote like new year's resolutions right but mm-hmm. instead of resolutions they were just like goals mm-hmm And I looked at a couple of them yesterday, and the very first one said, launch Velvet and Fur as a creative outlet and to share creativity with other people. And I was Mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, I'm a few months in. Done. I I did that. Like, I never do my goals. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. Um, I don't know what, what is next for me. I'm excited the about the path that we're currently on Mm -hmm. and I think every every day every time my phone goes off with an audio message from you I'm like it's changing like (laughs) there's something else and just in this small amount of time since we launched there's been a million things yeah where we're like nope this is our brand this is what we're doing Mm -hmm. oh plot twist there's another thing there's a pivot yeah yeah and it's like sometimes they're incredible like this other avenue i'm not going into detail because um we're gonna keep them a secret for Uh now absolutely but (laughs) but there's always like something new so i don't think i could i don't think i could give a plan Mm -hmm. i just want i want to push velvet for as as big as we can possibly get it and i would be ecstatic if we could bring on like a team Mm -hmm. i would love to employ people I would love to have a, a huge office where we can just, like, have our stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, that would be our headquarters. I would absolutely love that. Yeah. I love that. It was a trick question. Because if you would have told me all these things, I'd have been like, wrong. No, I'm just kidding. Wrong. Plot <laughs> twist again. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think, I mean, I think that's that's exactly where I'm at. So, yeah. good. We would have gotten to a fight on air. <laughs> <laughs> the um, world is our oyster. It could be anything. It, and I'm fine with that. And, yeah that's all about creative expression right yeah um well thank you for being on the show thank this you for was having fun. me this was just like a voxer conversation this was us. but i get to look into your eyes uh-huh yeah this i'm it's congrats fun. as soon as we started talking i'm like okay i'm fine it's easy that's me just being a six i'm like i've never done this before i'm scared yeah. and then i'm fine but plot twist i'm an eight and i'm always scared all numbers but, are scared but you yeah it's just but you it's never how you appear scared it. perfect um okay really fast tell everybody where they can find you and find our earrings and everything i don't want to plug us it just feels weird okay <laughs> um so many things i'm gonna start off with tiktok oh you can find us at olivia corinne by olivia also corinne by olivia it was Crin. taken so dang it i looked it up they literally have no content so screw you mine if you're was listening. taken too okay yeah. Anyway, so at by Olivia Corinne on TikTok. Also at Velvet and Fur, V-E-L-V-E-T-A-N-D-F-I-R. Perfect. Like on the fur TikTok. Tree. Yep. And then Instagram at Olivia Corinne. At You're plugging me. Taylor Danae. <laughs> at Velvet and Fur, spelled the same way. Taylor Danae is spelled T-A-E-L-O-R-D-A-N-A-E. Your name's spelled weird, honestly. 
All right. <laughs> Thanks for being on the show. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Before you go, I just want to let you know as a special offer, we are giving all of the Salt and Pepper podcast listeners a 30% off code to velvetinfer.com. The code you will use is VFFAM. That is VFFAM30. VF fam 30 and you will get 30% off your whole order. Um, you will not be able to find this code anywhere else and you can just scroll down in the show notes and you will see that code and you will get a direct link to Velvet and Fur. So I'm super excited about that and if you guys do buy any earrings, DM me and let me know what you pick and I will feature you guys on my stories. I really hope that you got so much out of the show today and I was so excited that Tay got to be here and you guys got to get to know her a little bit better and you got to get to know our brand a little bit more. Um, I always get so excited when we get to talk about um, just creativity and creative expression and what that looks like for each person because um, that is just my passion and that's something that I love to do is just seeing what all of you create in your lives and what your passions are Um, and that's why I started this podcast to be able to fuel you all and to hopefully encourage you to do what you want to do. So as always you can join our Facebook group the Salt and Pepper Podcast Insiders. Um, There we can just talk about more things. I can hear about your goals and your passions and your dreams and your favorite food and your favorite color and whatever you want to do. You can follow us personally at Olivia Corinne and at Lisa Brasser Ursu. She will be home home. (laughs) She will be back very soon. I mean, I feel like that's her home. Um, You can also follow us at the Salt and Pepper podcast where you can see more memes and more updates on uh, new shows coming out. Uh, And you can also uh, scroll down to the show notes below and you will get links to all of um, Taylor's, her personal pages and to Velvet and Fur. Uh, We have new episodes every Tuesday. Thank you for taking time to listen. And as always, it is always better when Salt and Pepper are together, even if we're not together right now. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. Tune in every Tuesday on the saltandpepperpodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Be sure to subscribe and please rate and review. Follow us on Instagram at the Salt and Pepper Podcast. Make sure to like and follow our Facebook page and email us for any questions, comments, or ideas about what you want to hear on the show. We will see you next Tuesday. I'm all shook up.